1: Brando Steve here and Larson and welcome back to it's going looping. in drama, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to so right i from looping right here youtube.com Stop it. forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found I put that together this morning man I wanted people just to see it and consume it oh no. it's gonna be gone by next week I've been doing it on a news brief on a day that I know it's gonna be like a heavy news brief day uh, in the morning, I open up my After Effects file, swap out some pictures to make it timely, man. Topical. I understand Topical. that. But it's,
2: it's, it's, it's the, the... I'm afraid to tell you that the news brief intro is disposable like a used tissue.
1: Oh, used tissue? You really? run it once, done. Huh? We need to see it ad nauseum.
2: Oh, you clean yourself up. Well, I cut my hair. Well whether done. I'm Clean or not, is up for debate.
1: <laughs> well, he always the, the visage, the, the the illusion is that you're dirty when your your hair is all out and you know dirty, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of gross. Wow, Joshua mm. Martinez. Okay, here we go. Your Joshua, true feelings. I I feel like I'm finally getting them. So we're gonna get twelve dollars off Joshua you Martinez. Find me today. vile and repugnant. Okay. Did you see Joshua Martinez' I did. Uh, secret mod chat I did. chat? I did. How he's gonna drop us twelve super chats. Because he needs 12 transactions on his credit card to get some sort of benefit. I forgot what it was. All right. To activate like a free, I don't know, something. So 12. So at least, Josh, if you're going to do that, the dynamic night. Yes. Uh, like, you know, give us some questions or something. Yeah. We're not. Get I don't some, care. Get some value out of your investment. I'm not going to tell him what to do. No, absolutely not. He's great. Anyways. Uh, yeah. like So typically, like we had originally, when the whole schedule shift happened with AEW and NXT and stuff, the idea was we'd come in Wednesdays. Do a short news brief. Yeah. Not live. No need to do that. But then seemingly every Wednesday we come in and something's happened. Yeah, man. So uh, fate
2: is intervening the last few weeks to prevent us from doing actual news briefs. and right. actually doing full on. This, this is
1: a news beef, baby. Yeah, there's a lot going on. What's in the news? Oh, Everybody knows what's in the news, yeah. man. Yeah. Ooh. Hot. Hot.
2: It only really seemed like a matter of time till Jim Cornette really said something <laughs> stupid on NWA Power. He's been on the verge of it for it's the last been three so weeks, so close, so dang close. I mentioned <laughs> it last week. Yeah, said something he shouldn't have said. Yeah, um, and then like I don't know, like his the 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 phrase he uses for a sneak attack has been like every episode of Power. He's, he calls it like a Pearl Harbor. Yeah, or something, that doesn't right? seem appropriate. Yeah, um, it's,
1: it's funny because that was like seventy years ago, but still. It's a little, I mean, it's it'd be, yeah, it's, you know, touchy subject. <laughs> but, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> but
2: our wait is over. He says something really stupid.
1: <laughs> On this week's episode oh, of Power, boy. there is a match between Trevor Murdoch. Oh, by Murdoch. the way, uh, the, the, the title of the episode is Jim Cornette Resigns from NWA. Not Resigns. No, there's a dash in Resigns. <laughs> uh, there's a match between Trevor Murdoch and Nick
2: Aldis, and he just says something that's completely inappropriate. Oh, horribly God. offensive. Yeah. And uh, rightly, Internet brought, brought it up and was like, "Hey, this ain't cool. Um, how did you made air in the first place? I don't know. This isn't airing live.
1: This was shot weeks ago. I think I think we're into months territory yeah. at this point, aren't we? I yeah, think we're, they, we're they into months territory. Everything up to the pay per view, which is a month from now, basically. So I know, I know how this. I know this how that how this happened, dude. Because I can I can speak personally. Although having Jim Cornette there, you would think they'd have an extra ear for detail.
2: Yeah, if if, if you're aware of Jim Cornette's work, you know, you know he has a penchant and a, a propensity to saying ridiculous stupid it's, stuff
1: I, so a friendo reached out to me today on through my DMs and said how do you think this happened who is Johnny Johnny effing cliche uh and uh and I said I said this he said how do you think this happens I said uh because in in our careers you know we've had to quality check stuff yeah and I'm terrible at it because I just assume that things are done right, and then when I'm watching stuff over, I get easily distracted because I don't like to watch things back. This smacks to me of two things. Number one, laziness that somebody didn't catch this. They just took for granted that, oh, it's probably fine. They were probably dicking around, doing something else, maybe trying to multitask while they were uh, uh, quality checking this piece of uh, uh, of TV or a YouTube video that went out. Mm-hmm. And also, lack of representation at the editing bay. Perhaps if somebody is more attuned to this kind of thing, if they've dealt with these kind of comments in a negative way in their life, that might impact them. Um, They'll probably be more attuned to to hearing this and being like, whoa, hold on a second. Um, As opposed to somebody who is, who doesn't have to deal with this stuff in their daily life. Um, It's just going to go over their heads and they're not going to be, even if they're, even if they're busy doing something else now, you are much more detail-oriented than I am in general. You've always been a much better quality checker than me. So this could have flown past me. I, I would hope not. No, this wouldn't have flown past you. I don't know. I get really distracted. I didn't be, I didn't notice it last night while I was watching. I wasn't because I was doing something. I was editing the intro for the, the thing that we're doing. I was busy doing that and sort of checking in on power every couple seconds. I didn't notice it. But then I saw it in there. I was like, whoa, how did I not notice that? Because the match was like less than like a five-minute match. Oh, the yeah. the The yeah. uh Trevor Murdoch one. Yeah. Um, I think it's also, I think it's laziness, and I think it's lack of representation. That's what I think it's it is. It's entirely possible. Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean we've said, we've talked about it countless times in various fields and in various uh, instances where uh, things happen just because people uh, aren't very good at their jobs, too. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be, um, it was well within NWA's power to make sure this didn't get out there. Yeah. And whatever happened allowed it to get out there yeah i hope it's correct and they they say that in the statement later on so anyways i'm sorry I, I sort of skipped ahead
1: what happened larson
2: um so after the episode went up uh nwa executive producer dave lagana tweeted quote on tonight's episode of nwa power airing on november nineteenth, 2019 one of our talents made comments which some viewers found offensive we deeply regret the error and apologize we've taken the program down or we correct this error uh later NWA's champion, Nick Aldis, commented on, commented on the situation, saying, quote, I'm sorry for the inappropriate remarks. I'm glad to see they have been promptly edited out. I hope this is the first and last time an episode of NWA Powers overshadowed by something like this. Um, he also added, quote, This is in no way speaking on behalf of the NWA. I'm, I'm absolutely just speaking for myself. I thought the comment was in poor taste and unnecessary. I totally understand why it caused Maine to be upset. It was a lack of judgment or sensitivity. I have worked really I've." worked really hard along with many others in this team to make this brand mean something again and this is not how i want the nwa to be trending and then this morning the nwa announced cornett's resignation their statement reads as follows quote effective immediately jim cornett has resigned from the national wrestling alliance as announcer on the november 19th edition of nwa power jim made remarks during a singles match between nick aldis and trevor murdoch that were both offensive and do not meet the high standards of decency and good faith of the national wrestling alliance to ensure that such an error can never happen again we've established new procedures uh, of review for all nwa programming going forward we sincerely regret our failure in this regard uh the only comment we've seen from cornett since last night came from his twitter he said quote morning everybody any and heard any good jokes lately this coming friday's jim cornett Wherever you find your favorite podcast is liable to be a good one if you like hearing stupid people told what they can do with their stupidity. Maybe we should tell tell Cornette what he can do with his stupidity. Uh,
1: So for those who are curious, I'll just say what he said. All right. Because, I mean, you know, we we sort of skipped over that part. Um, During a Nick Aldis-Trevor Murdoch match, Cornette said this of uh, Trevor Murdoch. Because here's the thing. There seems to be, and I I would like to take this as, as a teaching opportunity for some people. There seems to be, among some people, some ambiguity as to whether or not this was a racist comment, which is shocking to me. <laughs> but but not everybody is in their 40s. <laughs> like we have lived through some stuff. Um, not everybody is exposed to life the way that many other people are. I understand They that. might not understand. Okay. Um, the comment is this about Trevor Murdoch. He's the only man I've ever known that can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. If you don't understand that that is totally a racist thing to say, then you might need to do a little research. Yeah, do some reading. And, uh, and, 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 and educate yourself. Yes. Because that is totally even. Here's the thing. I had two people try to tell me it wasn't a racist joke. He was talking about Ethiopia which by the way is totally inappropriate. Also, it totally is my God. Um, and this is the thing. It's not, I don't get when people say, I mean, I understand, I, I understand that there is a mindset out there that, Oh, outrage culture is out of control. people are too sensitive. No, man. It's just, I think one thing about social media these days is that it opens up, uh, uh, ex- it opens up the education of experience to people. Like, well, in theory, it, it should, yes. Well, that, that, for, for people can use it that yes, way. Yes, totally. It, it, and it and can allow them yeah.
2: to, it could be a viewpoint to other people's uh, ways of life, cultures, points of view. And in theory, it'd be great if, if we could experience all this and be become more uh, empathetic yeah. human
1: beings. It's like, oh, I understand why saying certain things. Probably the problem is, is people tend to find their own echo chambers. Yeah, they and do, exist yeah.
2: in those echo chambers rather than reaching out and and, and, and seek out other viewpoints. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's it's the 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 internet, if you will, is a double edged sword in that re- in that regard because we have the wealth of human knowledge at our fingertips. Yeah, totally. We can we can we can communicate with anybody at any po- basically any point in the world and get. A window into what their experience is like. Yeah. At the same time, you can go on the darkest, deepest, worst depths of the internet and find people who agree with the same bonkers, insane stuff that you do. Yeah. And it validates. And it validates whatever yeah. crazy thought team I have. In yeah. Your head.
1: They view it, some people view uh, like, oh, the, the experience that other people have. Uh, instead of saying, oh, this is why I should probably respect other people's, you know, viewpoints, they view it as an attack. Because, oh, my God, now I have to, you know, people say I, I need to be I need to just be cool as opposed to I. But then, you see, you know, a guy like Cornette, by the way, it's it's smart business for him, for him, for his personal brand now to resign from NWA because he probably makes a lot more money off of his podcast where he can be king of his kingdom. He could be on the throne and he's got all of his apologists and all of his defenders and they're saying, well, he's not racist. How could it be racist? This was not, this was just a silly joke. It was just a silly joke. Well, dude, no, man, this is, there's no place for that anymore. There just isn't, there isn't, there isn't, there isn't. So it totally is. It totally is a racist joke. And if you can't understand why you just, you just research it. Mm -hmm. Just look it up. Just open your, my, my, my suggestion is open your mind to other people's experiences do some research, do some reading. I'm not going to sit here and explain it to you. Yeah. Um, But it totally, is. it totally is. Um, It totally is. So, uh, so yeah. And evidently here's the thing. I was actually, I was somewhat disappointed that he was booted off the show simply because I would have much preferred this be some sort of coming to God moment. You know, like he says, man, maybe I need to dial this back. Maybe this isn't good for the business. Maybe the, this kind of rhetoric is not solid. I know. That's that, that too would, much to that ask. That would take a level of self-reflection from Jim Cornette. I don't think he's capable he of it. He obviously doesn't have. If his
2: response on Twitter is any indication. No, he's, he's learned zero. He's
1: learned absolutely nothing. He's been
2: bolstered by this. And I think the problem is, is he has a number of apologists, people that will back him up yeah. regardless. That, like, the, the, like, from a financial perspective, there's really no reason for him to zero. back it up because— he can say ridiculous stuff like
1: this and people be like, Oh no, it's fine. Cornet's fine. And in fact, he's risking some financial loss if he does apologize and says, Man, maybe I shouldn't have said this. Because then those people who are apologists for him might actually backlash and say, Whoa, now you're succumbing to cancel culture. You know, and you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna partake in that. So I'm gonna go find some other guy who's espousing the kind of viewpoints that I want to, you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's 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 a shame. I was really I was really sad that it didn't turn into like a learning moment for a lot of people. Instead, you know, well, he resigned. We, we
2: could hope that maybe it, it it has turned to a learning moment for some people. I just don't think one of those people is going to be Jim Cornette.
1: Yeah, you're probably right.
2: You're probably right. He he is set in his ways, and uh, the times are passing him by. Uh,
1: real quick here in Discord, Arma. Asks top five people to replace the old man. My number one choice, Brian Zane. A great choice. How great. That'd be great. And I don't know. I have no idea if Brian would even want this. But you and I are both big fans of the guy. We consider oh, he's him great. a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I became a we became a, pa- a patron of Wrestling With Regret just over the past couple days because he has a video about Jim Cornette blocking him a couple days ago. Yeah, I think he's going to go through and re-edit that. I've read a tweet of his. I think he's going to go through and re-edit it to sort of add this right here to make it more topical. I don't know when it's going up, but uh, but you can catch the early version of it. I yeah. think it might still be up. I'm not sure if the early version is still up, but uh, but he's got a really terrific take on uh, on on cornet.
2: Um, while while we are on the topic, there's several uh, comments here we can uh, discuss. Sure. Um, uh... Michael Bullet, damn Jim Cornette, can't believe that got through. He seems like the kind of guy that smells like train smoke in old bus seats. <laughs> uh, the man of cost and sorrow. Having Cornette as a commentator is like having a loaded gun pointing at your foot. You know eventually it's going to go off and you will be in pain. Um, Trey Saunders, I guess Cornette fell into the fire, lol.
1: I'm sorry, Cornette fell into what?
0: Fell into the fire! Into the fire!
2: Oh, Joshua Martinez using one of his uh, tr- necessary transactions <laughs> to say that Jim Cornette is
1: poop. Hey, remember, uh, Josh. Okay, good. He's doing a couple more because if you do, if he thinks he's going to do 12 $1 transactions, maybe it was just twelve transactions in total. I noticed it said ninety nine cents. I don't want him to get shorted by twelve cents. Yes,
2: yes totally. Anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, Draft House games. Happy he is gone. Same here. Uh, Michael Bullet. Yes, I'm black. That ish was racist. Uh,
1: definitely was. There's. A, I think you missed one uh, from Vic Holland. Oh, I was just trying. I was just going through the ones that. Were oh, football. the ones that were. That was yeah. okay. Vic, we'll get to yours. We'll later. get to yours, Vic. We'll get to yours later. Um. So yeah, who else? Oh, obviously, of course, Burl and Jesse. Yeah. Uh, the, the NWA. I don't know about Jesse, man. <laughs> it's just a matter of time for Jesse before he resign. He's probably already resigned from many commentating jobs. <laughs> oh man. Uh. So so yeah. Anyways, and even so, also I'm gonna I'm gonna link this to our uh, to our YouTube uh, community tab, but our good friends over at Busted Wide Open yeah. podcast, which by the way, we need to start promoting them more because they need more. Yeah, it's, they're great. It's a shame that they don't have more views and more mm-hmm, subs. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can help them get there in yeah, the new definitely, year. Yeah, definitely. do some collaborations with them. Totally. Ian's been a friend of ours for over 20 years yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and just a terrific a couple of terrific minds. Yep. He found something about David Lagana, the president of the NWA, that was also pretty troubling, uh, retweeting some white nationalist type uh, tweets. So I don't know what's going on over there. I have no idea what's going on over there. But the bottom line is, it ain't conducive, and it's not conducive to growing the NWA as a business. No, you're just gonna you're just gonna run people off. Yep. And there's they have a terrific roster. They have a. It, it. The issue
2: uh, is that. Should uh, NWA's business dealings, whatever respect, whether it be hiring Cornette, not editing stuff out, anything else, uh, people who are going to suffer the most from whatever backlash occurs is going to be the talent. Mm -hmm, Yeah, the talent who, by and large, probably has nothing to do with all that stuff. Yes, and that's what's really the. They're there to work. I know, and it
1: is such. It's such a fun environment to watch on camera Mm -hmm. they seem like they're having an absolute blast Mm -hmm. and they all seem like all this seems like a real swell guy you Mm -hmm. know he really does like they all seem like they're having a lot of fun um i really love the roster i really love the product um it's just man i mean if 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 the top of the company if the top part of the company has some issues has some issues then i don't i don't know what to do man i don't know. know i know i don't know
2: i know i know uh, let's talk about something a little more fun. CM Punk, he made his debut on WB Backstage last night. Wow.
1: I had a big old smile on my was, face. That was a ton of fun. Every man. time he was An on camera. Absolute ton of fun.
2: Well, that was like basically the entire show.
1: I know. It was a blast. Um,
2: let's go through some of the highlights here. Uh, Renee, of course, uh, asked him, Hey, are you going to wrestle again? Yeah. That and was like the paraphrase's answer was never say never. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he said it's not something he's pursuing or interested in, but he's old enough to realize he can't really say no definitively. But he did add, uh, there's a lot of issues between himself and WB still. It would take a lot of time and energy to mend those fences. And he said, it could take forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure AEW probably threw a ton of money at him, or at least said they would via text, whatever the case may be. Or at a
1: coffee sit-down. Yeah, so if it's a matter
2: of of, a, 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 a dollar amount necessary to get him back in the ring, obviously wb could pay way more Mm -hmm. but i'm guessing AEW offered him a lot
1: i don't you know you're probably right they probably did but here's the thing tony khan's obviously a very smart person he has a budget i know i know he is the son of a billionaire yeah but he has this is a business. He has a budget. And something tells me the dollar amount that would have been necessary to get CM Punk, especially compared to what Punk understands the WWE will eventually offer him, is probably way above oh, obviously. what he would what what Khan would offer out of the talent budget. And there I mean there's there there is going to be a tipping point. And Punk's price, I would I'm just speculating here. Was probably far beyond that, and kudos to Tony Khan for not, you know, going outside of whatever his budget is. If that were the case, yeah, he understands. Look, we got to the dance with a certain core group of guys. We have added to that group. If we can get a good deal out of somebody else, that can be a tipping point. Great. Um, if the deal is going to break the budget, he's not going to be Ted Turner. He's not no. going to do that. Also,
2: I mean, I I, I wonder too that. With Punk, if part of his uh, uh, asking price is A, specific to WB, and B, that would be the money required for him to uh, look past some issues he has with the company. Right? Yeah, which he brought up in in, honestly last night, talking about how uh, it was great when he called the the Corbin. Uh, Big dog mascot segment, garbage at least twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then uh, leaned over to Paige and asked her if the Blue Universal title looked silly to her. (laughs) He said, it's silly, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. He wasn't really pulling any punches. He was asked what he thought of the current product. And uh, he said, uh, all the women's stuff is great. Um, And then uh, he really praised NXT. And NXT. Yeah. He said, if I were wrestling, essentially, if I were wrestling now, that would be what I would pretty much be
1: doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was, he seemed like he was having, he seemed like a guy who was, um, one of the more interesting questions, like the first thing Renee asked him when they had their sit down was what brought you here? Mm -hmm. And he just said, you know, I'm at a place where I was offered it. Uh, I don't have to deal with any of the, uh, the backstage shenanigans, the politics, the being told not what to say, being told not what to do. I don't have to deal with any of the WWE stuff. I'm a Fox employee. And, uh, and he said, when it was first offered to me, my immediate instinct wasn't to say no outright. And he said, because of that, I started to think to myself, okay, well, I didn't immediately think no. So where am I on that? And that led him to, to where he is. Yeah. Um, you know, so WWE has been Vince and Triple H. And Triple H really does seem to have taken, at least in, in words, a page from Vince's book, Triple H knows how to sweeten people up. Mm -hmm. Um, He did this with Bruno, bringing him back uh, years ago. Warrior. Um, He has been very, very good at being kind of a lubricant, if you will.
2: Well, if if he's learned anything from Vince, is that uh, no grudge or seemingly few grudges are so deep that they can't be uh, worked out Mm -hmm. if money is to be made.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, it's – I. I still think that it's it's something that could definitely happen. Um, and CM Punk definitely said, never say never. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see. I, I, he also I,
2: wasn't biting his tongue, though, criticizing the product. Say, everything that's wrong now was, was wrong when I was there, micromanaging, yeah, uh, telling everybody what to do. Yeah. That's to let performers go out there and perform. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I do kind of wonder if he's the kind of guy, though, that it, that would be interested in maybe trying to change the culture, as he says, from within, uh, or at least, hey, if he keeps on showing up on backstage, I think that'd be fantastic. That
2: might be a better way of change of changing things. Maybe, yeah. Um David yeah. Arquette was there to do like a promo battle mm-hmm. uh, against Booker T, which was funny in its own right. I mean David <laughs> Arquette, he was all over the place, but he had some good bits. Uh, at the end of which he was graded. Uh CM Punk gave him an F minus. Ouch. And he said, uh, more so because he didn't go far enough. Mm. Like he brought up Punk's, uh, it was all over the place. He was supposed to be uh, shooting on uh, Booker T. Doing a promo on him, but he was just talking to everybody, particularly. Yeah. Um, it was almost like, almost like David Arquette wasn't aware CM Punk was going to be there. was like really <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, and then Arquette brought up Punk's uh, MMA career, mm-hmm. how he was 0 2. And Punk's like, hey, that's a matter of public record. I can't argue that. You should have railroaded me on that, mm. gone further. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> He was asked about uh, Seth Rollins, how Seth can get back on track. Stop tweeting. Delete your
1: Twitter. Yeah, it's funny because this is all stuff that, uh, this is all stuff that is just kind of obvious, you know. No. And and I'm and, and and I'm really glad that he has the open forum to to discuss this stuff. But you know, when you saw the universal title, okay, it's blue now. This is it revolutionary. No, they could be doing, and that's, that's basically said that he's like, you know, it's it's the same, like you said, same thing it was six years ago. It could be so much better, and some of the stuff feels like no-brainers, and he's just bringing up the no-brainer stuff. I know, I know. the Corbin dog stuff is garbage. It is it garbage. Is terrible. It is garbage. So he's just bringing up the stuff that's like basically no-brainer. He's not yeah. he's not trying to deep dive into like you know, oh Vince is terrible and he needs to go away. He's not no, doing that no. stuff. He's like, hey. This is the product. We all know that there are things that need to get better. It's
2: you know? gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see. You know, after three or four more episodes, when he gets more and more comfortable. Yeah, like if he's just, yeah, tearing everything apart. Uh, of course, Seth responded to Punk on Twitter. Of course. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see this but What did he say? Such, he called him a coward. <laughs> There's a sentence that preceded the word coward, but essentially he just called him a
1: coward. Yeah, okay. There's this
2: great bit where they're, uh, they talk oh, about that was good. The, the Shield yeah. debuting with Punk. And Punk just asked Renee, oh, who's your favorite member of The Shield? Yeah, because she said all those
1: guys. And he's like, oh, all those guys? Who's your favorite yeah. member? And she and says, like, I like them all equally. I like them all equally. It was really cute. It was pretty funny. He yeah. has a really good rapport with Renee. Yeah. He seems to really like her. Yeah, and to close
2: the show, he cut a promo on Tom Arnold. He still got he the still gift has for it. Gab, man. he
1: still has it.
2: He still got it. Oh, that's great. That was great. That's so great. It was a line if I want if I want some some poop I'll scrape it off your tongue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was good stuff. Wow.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find
2: All right. We've got NXT tonight. We're not gonna do a full preview. However, Triple H did do his customary pre takeover conference call.
1: Oh, we don't need to do a full preview just a preview a little bit. I'm uh, not doing I just said we're not gonna do the full preview. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I did I just didn't notice any preview notes in here. Because we're not gonna do the full preview. Well we're gonna do we can do a preview though. Like we can do our preview, not a full preview. All right. We can just talk about what matches are on. All right, it is already a long show. I didn't I didn't it was hey look man we're already past we're, we're we're past it we're gonna go 45 today we're gonna go longer than that we are gonna go well <laughs> longer than that. that's did
2: it feel like the, the the customary previews were not anyways we're just wasting time here anyways during the conference call uh triple a set the bar pretty high for tonight's nxt go home of course we got a uh, dunn versus priest versus dane winner gets title shot at survivor series mm-hmm. revival versus undisputed era that's been announced so far uh, Adam Cole versus Dijakovic in the ladder match to for whoever gets advantage for War Games. See, there's your there preview. It's you go. a good preview. It's um, a good thing. The game, this is from Fightful. Do an AEW
1: one, too. I don't remember what's announced for that.
2: That's okay. I'll do it. Fightful is reporting that the game, during the conference call, said that there would be a lot of huge names people wouldn't expect to show up on tonight's NXT. He also added that one member of Team NXT will be announced the day of, I guess, Survivor Series. And Fightful notes that. Uh, Triple H added, "quote It will be epic
1: and people will be excited. Who's going to be? Who's going to be? God, I don't know. I just really hope it's not the loser locker room. That's gonna that would bum me out big time if they just sent the loser locker room over there. It can't be that. I think Seth is going to show up, and I think Kevin Owens might show up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because somebody mentioned I forget who this was, but somebody had speculated in either a YouTube comments for a Raw." review they're like you know who's going to turn it's going to be drew because nobody's paying attention to him man he is not going to he's not going to join nxt he quantum leaped out of the main nxt segment yeah. from last night yeah, or from two nights man. ago i
0: still
2: don't i want to know how that thing that whole thing finished out yeah um, here's some other highlights from the call he says uh he's not interested in wrestling a survivor series of course there've been rumors that have been pushed backstage for him to wrestle at survivor series uh he doesn't want to do it he wants to focus apparently on uh, uh, uh nxt talent and not himself
1: Am I tripping right now? Yeah, there's something like there's any preview. Of. AEW doesn't even have a preview.
2: Um, he said that split rosters will be more defined after the Sunday pay-per-view. Well, that makes sense. Which is great. That makes sense. Uh, he says Gargano is day-to-day with his neck issue, but there's no structural damage going on there. That's good. Uh, he notes that the build creatively for Survivor Series has been a collaborative process. Notes, quote, uh, is a fifels uh, quote here. Everyone's been on the same page of late anyway. Mm-hmm. So... I guess that's yeah, good. There,
1: there was there was one interesting thing. Somebody asked him, you know, I, I don't know what the exact question was, but he says, "We can't do we, we can't we, got,
2: we can't do anything until Monday. We can't
1: figure out Wednesday until Monday's done." Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, contraire, Triple H. There is a thing called long-term planning. You in fact can do Wednesday well before Monday happens. And related to this
2: particular storyline, not really. <laughs> Why not?" Because if something happens on Raw that runs completely contrary to what he may have planned on NXT. Oh
1: no, that's what I was talking about. If it's a real collaborative thing, you in a collaborative spirit plan out long term. Oh,
2: it's not a real collaborative thing. It's what Vince <laughs> wants to do on <laughs> the main roster shows, and he adjusts accordingly. Go. There you that's go. There, that's a what, collaboration.
1: That's what I'm talking about. I just thought it was funny that he said, "Well, we can't." And yeah, you know, it's like, "Well, Vince is going to do what he can do." I just like that he's just basically admitting, "Yeah, there's no long term plan here. Vince is going to do what he." Vince yeah, is Vince will do. do what he does. Yeah.
2: Uh also, let's talk about Randall Orton. I'm going to see if maybe AEW has a has a preview oh There you on go. Twitter. There you go. Um he uh we had heard rumors reports that uh he had expressed some uh, at least interest in hearing out what AEW had to offer him, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so the question is, did he ever really consider leaving wb before signing a new deal? Uh he was on after the bell with Corey Graves. His answer
1: is no he said this might be upsetting for some people but i never really saw myself leaving wwe to me it was about getting to a point where i'm happy and what i'm doing to my body the amount of time that i'm gone from my family in the end it's gonna it's all gonna be worth it and that's where i'm at right now so i'm definitely happy being a wwe superstar
2: and you remember you go back to the uh I wouldn't even call it a controversy the, the 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 stuff going on when Osprey and Ricochet had that, mm-hmm. that awesome match in New Japan. Yeah, that people were criticizing because there's too many flips. It was too choreographed, and he mm-hmm. seemed to fall squarely in the side of the uh, Randy that is uh, too choreographed. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like he might be coming around to some things because um, he also talked about uh, he's been ingesting, taking in more wrestling. This is what he said: "Quote, I've been." More so now than ever, aware of other guys like Will Ospreay and other guys that work with Cody, and I'm watching a little more wrestling. I'm not in the WWE bubble as much as I've been for almost the last two decades, and I'm learning to appreciate other styles a little more instead of just quickly seeing something that isn't how I would do it or isn't how I would sell it. And I'm realizing, and I'm realizing it's, it's in its, own, and I'm realizing in its own way, it's good. Mm-hmm, yeah. So confirmed, uh, Randy for uh, PWG Bola. In about five
1: years. Oh, that'd be terrific. That'd be something else. He'd probably look the exact same, too. Mm -hmm. Um, This is kind of uh, interesting, too, uh, with regards to the Tony Khan-Randy Orton Twitter uh, back and forth uh, from the other day. Fightful Select, which is a terrific sub. Yes, go subscribe. Check it out on Patreon. um, Had a backstage reaction uh, to all that stuff. And uh, this was sort of the interesting bit because Tony Khan, of course, in his retort to Randy Orton brought up that Randy had dropped the N word on uh, a, a Twitch stream while gaming in a heated gaming moment. Um, this was interesting though, because uh, it said uh, WWE wrestlers that we reached out to were not surprised that Orton spoke up meaning on Twitter to Tony Khan and were told that in regards to his controversial game stream comments, he apologized privately to at least a few members of the roster back at the WWE SmackDown debut on Fox and LA. Uh, one wrestler said this. Randy didn't mean it and was sorry. Hulk meant it and was sorry he got caught. That's coming from one of the wrestlers on uh, on WWE from WWE to Fightful. Um, so I don't know. That was kind of interesting. You know that he was like, "Ooh, I messed up. Maybe I should go apologize to people. Say, hey, I didn't mean this. It was a bad moment for me." Got to give credit to Randy for doing that. He, he's a big name. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to do that. But he did it. Well, he should do it. He, no, totally. He yeah. should. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of other people in his position might not. Got, I'm just giving credit to Randy Orton. No, That's yeah, my yeah, point, yeah he, you know? he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. He did the right thing. You know who's doing the right thing also, man? The New Day. Oh, heck yeah, man. They're starting a podcast. Heck yeah. So this, this was uh, confirmed after
2: the bell, too. We've been hearing for a while uh, talk of maybe a New Day podcast happening. It's happening called Feel the Power starting uh, December 2nd. Uh, There was a trailer that ran at the conclusion of After the Bell, and uh, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Big E stay at the show consist of, quote, personal stories from inside and outside the ring and engaging in passion, debate uh, about sports, video games, music, and more. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. That's going to be great. Yeah. I hope uh, they give Kofi some time to talk about shoes. I know he loves the sneakers. Mm Want to hear that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love it. It's great. It's going to be outstanding. I can't wait. Yeah. I am super excited. I'll try to make time in my day for it. There's just too much, so much content. There man. really is a lot. There's a lot of content out
2: there. Even just focus on WWE stuff, is a lot.
1: Speaking of which, uh, on later on today, on the Patreon, on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, we continue with My Career Mode. Oh, gosh. <laughs> WA2K20, My Career Mode. Um so yeah, if you want to check that out, it's on our Patreon
2: Well, it will be, it hasn't uploaded yet I'm sorry, it will be Yesterday,
1: we did I just, I just a review it. of the Mandalorian episode 2 Hmm. Good stuff
2: uh, I ha- This is from Cage Side Seats Here is your AEW Dynamite preview
1: Oh, nice
2: uh, Of course, how could we forget Darby Allin versus John <sighs> Mosley That's going to be hot great Hot match, hot match Nick Jackson versus Phoenix That's going to be great uh, pri- yeah, Nick,
1: he on Twitter Nick said that he hasn't done a singles match in like probably since TNA or something years, like that I think he said.
2: Uh also Private Party versus XLAX that's going to be great. Oh man, exquisite. There's that dynamite dozen battle royal for a ring.
1: That I'm I'll be honest with you, I'm looking forward There's to. There's got a, I just want to know what the stipulation,
2: what the thing is with the ring that makes it important other than just being diamond. It's a diamond
1: ring. Do you have a diamond ring? No, I don't Wouldn't care. Wouldn't you
2: love one? No, if I loved one, I would. I would save up the money to buy one. I you know, don't the care. The monetary I really, value. I don't even wear any rings,
1: and I'm married. Do you know what the oh controversy? No, I just don't. It's a heavy ring, and just not controversy. Used to it. I know mine is kind of jank, like it's. And Lacey keeps on asking me if I want to replace it, but like my. Uh, even though I'm an FPOS, this ring is too big for my finger. And you got the and because it's in there. like whatever titanium, you can't yeah shrink it down. You can't size it. You yet. can't size it. So I have a little sizer thing in here for my dainty little finger. So I put it on there, and uh, but I like it. It's a little bit of business. She's like, she a "Well, you know, just let me replace it. Let me replace." it. I'm like, "This is the one that you gave me." Yeah, and it's got like a little inscription in there. I know
2: mine's got an engraving on yeah, the yeah
1: from like the day ever. I would never get rid of this. I love this thing. But it's very light. It's not heavy. I, yeah. I noticed your, yeah, yours. Yeah, mine weighs like five pounds. Yeah, I told her like when we were going out ring shopping. I was like, man, I need something light. There's two problems prepare.
2: with it. One, it's tungsten, and it's super heavy. And yeah. also, it's got grooves along like the the side of it mm-hmm.
1: that are deep enough that when I wear it, it yeah. cuts into my fingers. Oh yeah. You know what I'm probably gonna end up doing? I'm gonna get a tattoo ring. Mm. Put that right there. Although I, I might. A lot of people will be like, "Oh, you're just jinxing your wedding, your marriage." I've been married to her for like freaking seven years now,
2: man. Uh, I'll probably get one of those, I don't know what they call them. You can get them like dick Sporting Goods. They're made of like rubber. People like mm-hmm. the ones that firefighters wear when they're out so they don't rip the skin off their fingers with their wedding ring. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's just totally lightweight. And just yeah. Wear it and, you know, there maybe you notice go. it's there. There you go. The problem, like I, I don't have a problem wearing the ring. It's just, it's, it's an issue where I wear it and it's, it's, it's like my focus of my day. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I don't want it to be that. Yeah.
1: Plus you want uh, people to think that you're single. Because no. you're shady as hell
2: No I'm a snake right You're the biggest snake I know <laughs> oh, Young
1: Bucks uh, Sorry Nick Jackson said 1,627 days Since I last wrestled a singles match That's
2: five, five years, years Five years Wow So it'll be 2014 of that takes us back to uh, Generation uh, me t- TNA days yeah, uh, Also Chris Jericho is promising Some sort of uh, huge announcement probably re- I'm guessing it's related to the Jericho
1: Cruise The Jericho Cruise yeah, yeah. Do you think tonight's going to be the first time I say no Unless they do a really good job throughout the day of maybe dropping some hints as to who's going to show up on NXT. But because I think the main rosters kind of drop the ball on invasion stuff, yeah, I think that makes NXT a little less hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are saying, oh, is this going to be the night that NXT finally takes AEW? 250,000 is a lot of people, to, or 200,000 is a yeah, lot of ground to make up. I don't really see it happening, but I think it'd be really cool if they closed the gap a little bit. I want to yeah. see, I want to see like. I want to see both brands do really good and be really strong. We have some uh, Discord questions here. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Hey, this right here, no. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see here. For what, oh, Greg Morris. For what possible reason would the main roster care about brand supremacy? NXT can at least uh, NXT at least can want to be seen as equals or better. Yeah, should there not be a prize to the winners like the thirty spot in the rumble? Uh, yeah, I think there should be a prize for the winners. There Absolutely, should
2: there should be, and I agree. Bro, uh, Raw and SmackDown shouldn't care. Mm-hmm. They're getting their paycheck. What well, do they care?
1: Black Mega Man says, "Just tattoo her name on your neck, Steve." Yeah, dude. There you go, Lazy right here. Sarah, yeah, you wouldn't regret that in the least, huh? <laughs> the fact that it's Lacey, no The fact that it's on my neck, yes That's what I mean 100%. 100% That's
2: what I mean If you got Lacey tattooed Basically any other
1: part of your body I think honestly Like I love Except from here up I've always wanted <laughs> I know I've always wanted to get like a full sleeve And then like I've always loved how it looks on the hand But I just can't make that leap It's just like when I was a kid I always wanted to be a metal guy But I couldn't make the leap I can't I'm, I'm destined to look like. Even Lacey says Like when, I'm, when we're about to go out on the town Or whatever I'll, you know, put on my standard go out on the town outfit and I'll say, how do I look? She's like, yeah, hey, you look like an NPC."
2: That's funny. <laughs> From GTA. That's funny.
1: <laughs> I'm generic, generic model. Yeah.
2: Josh Martinez, I keep my 2% API if I make 12 transactions a month. That's worth it, man. Oh, wow. 2% on that a credit really card. That's really good. That's like a 10th of what a normal, like a normal credit card uh, interest rate is.
1: That's, that's really, great. yeah, that's really good.
2: Johan von Wolfhausen, do you think there is talent WB who keep re-signing, believing that they will have their big break once Vince departs from the company?
1: Sure. Maybe. I think that there, yeah, I think that there's people who re-sign for all sorts of reasons, and that's prob- That's a legitimate one. Yeah. Uh,
2: Joshua Martinez, he, he's tweeting a bunch of emojis. It's pretty funny. Uh, Victor Holland, speaking of hearing people out, are we just going to ignore Austin Idol's kayfabe cocktail? They
1: aired it twice. So... The vibe I get from that is like, it's like a, it's, it's a roofie thing, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's how, okay. I'll put it this way. If you take it to the extreme, that's how it could be taken. Yeah. Cause he talks about it's kayfabe cocktail. It's like an, an aphrodisiac like me, Austin Idol. I'm a bit more lighthearted about that one. I don't really think it's. It's like I don't I'm not gonna go. I mean all the, the, way one, on that the one
2: the one the 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 wrestler farm from last week where essentially you're buying humans,
1: <laughs> yeah that's, yeah. Product, that's but mm. you can extrapolate, but it's so silly. and the K Fabe cocktail, I think it's so silly. That I don't, I don't really think that. I guess I didn't notice. I didn't.
2: I didn't notice the potential implications of kayfabe cocktail the first time I saw it because I thought it was just the presentation was so silly.
1: Yeah, I, I know. But the, when I saw it, I was like, "Is he roofing his kayfabe cocktails? Is that the deal there?" But I don't. I don't really care. I think that's silly. It's silly. I mean, everybody's got their limit, I guess. But I think that's just silly. Uh, another emoji from
2: Josh Martinez. Uh, Nahim Quattlebaum, You guys should do a convention with the others.
1: You should do a convention. Friendo
2: Fest. Let's do Friendo Fest. Friendo Fest. We can do it at the uh, the Marriott and Rancho Cordova.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm down for that. No, we definitely have to do another we gotta figure out when our next convention is gonna be. Uh, let's see here.
2: Charvel Myers, hey guys, been uh, gone for a minute. Postal life is crazy here. Take some of my money since my job gives it away for free around this time of year. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Charmel Charvel.
1: Hey, Charvel, dude, it's no joke. They literally can't take vacations in December. They're not allowed to because it's the mail volume is so heavy. Yeah, like my yeah. dad, they literally bring people out of retirement crazy. to do seasonal work. My dad had to stop. He was like, yeah, I can't do it anymore.
2: Uh, Kelly88, all the gross things going on. Can I just say Dustin was great and positive on Dark. He really seems to be proud and enjoy and gets a kick out of seeing Man,
1: I, I echo that sentiment 100%. I didn't watch all of Dark last night, uh, but I watched a couple matches. And then I had to go make dinner, uh, but Dustin was—he's got such a pleasing, a pleasant, lovely voice. Yeah, I hope that they keep him on. Yeah, you know he's terrific.
2: More him on TV the better. Uh, Michael Bullet, when Punk asked Renee who her favorite member was, he was Mother Grabbing Awesome.
1: It was Mother Grabbing Awesome, just like Hot Carl Anderson. <laughs> that
2: was funny. <laughs> Uh, Joshua Martinez, I miss Punk, one of my faves of all time. Yeah, man, it was good having him back. He was, it was it was Me quite too. entertaining. Uh, what did I leave off here? Uh, Brian, Brian Jankowski, just saw the hardcore match with Omega. Worst match of 2019. There is no pop worthy of putting wrestlers
1: in that danger. Brian, I would suggest staying away from the tournament of death. Yeah, then. don't watch CZW because I'll probably. be honest. Like having seen, and I'm not. I am by no means like a death match guy or. But it does it, there, there is an element of fascination there. There's a terrific uh, Vice documentary that you can find on the Internet right now on YouTube um, about the CZW Tournament of Death. Um, and it is fascinating. I don't get it. I don't get it at all why, how these guys could do that. But you start to understand maybe the whys and the motivations mm-hmm. and the love that they have for it. Uh, and I, I I get it from that standpoint. I can start to understand. Yeah, it.
2: and I guess one could hope that, especially Mox, who is experienced in these types of matches, will know. Granted, you can't uh, uh, make everything make a match like this
1: absolutely safe. This was nothing compared to the oh, CZW know, tournament know, of death I know. I know.
2: Yeah. Um, that being said, that there's ways to approach things to maximize mm-hmm, the sure. safety of the yeah. competitors. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, Mox
1: and omega they're both making a ton of money. Well, you said also you you had this perfectly right. You said during the match Kenny Omega looked like a guy who was both in serious pain but having a serious amount of fun. And you know, they just that's it's 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 the mindset. They're really into that. Yeah.
2: And cause like you can get barbed wire of various
1: lengths. You can get the, the super long stuff and
2: the really short stuff.
1: Kenny Omega like truly does seem like an artist who appreciates mm-hmm. the craft. Mm-hmm. And this is just another version of the craft that he was interesting, that he was interested to be in interested exploring. Yeah. In exploring For me
2: like the, in that match, the the spots that seemed like they could do the most damage was the spots on the chain. You're suplexing someone on metal on a pile of metal. On that's got no give. Uneven yeah, pile of that's metal. And that's got no give. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing based on the marks, the bar, bar are leaving. That was the really short stuff. Yeah. So while, yeah, you're going to get cut up, I don't think you're going to have a Sabu situation where right, your biceps
1: right. to fall out. Yeah. Um, I thought to me with that match, I just really loved the creativity. Mm-hmm. When you had the, the, all, the, the, the moment that stood out to me most was the shout out to Die Hard was uh, Mox yeah. having to crawl through glass mm-hmm. to grab the rope and get leverage. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so clever. Yeah. It was so creative. Was I good. loved it so much. That
2: was good. Uh, Adrian C, I've been watching AEW Live, then NXT. Not tonight. Adrian C is going to watch NXT first tonight.
1: I The first couple weeks, I was AEW Live and then NXT. Now I'm back to NXT Live, then AEW. I'm
2: AEW first, man.
1: Hey, you know what, dude? First, first of my TV... First in my heart. That's great, man. I love that you're doing, that you're appreciating wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> everybody should just love everybody and love what you like. Just be cool. Just be cool. Just be cool. Don't be racist. Uh, don't be racist. That's not being cool. It's the opposite of being cool. Yeah, man.
2: Nick C says the next Cornette podcast will be hot. Man, imagine what, I don't know what kind of takes he's going to kind of come up with, but it's going to probably be embarrassing for Jim Cornette. Yeah, uh, Suplex case. you got my bread eleven is a month early. That's awesome. Take some cash.
1: What are bread elevens? So
2: bread is the is the Jordan colorway that's black and red.
1: Oh, okay.
2: So they the I think in December. I think uh, next month they're doing the Jordan eleven, also known as playoff. So bread elevens, they're black uh, uppers, black patent leather. Uh, here's your dude. Uh, oh, former Simpson, Mr. Foamer, he's great. Um, translucent red outsole. Is this, is,
1: was that thumbnail? Was that the, the shoe? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, It was a shoe. Uh, Jordan Levin's pretty legendary uh, uh, silhouette. I saw a quick glimpse of it. it looked look great. Uh, congratulations, Suplex Casey. Bobby Stevens, private party versus XLAX is a tribute to Matt Travis. Also, Kevin Owens to NXT confirmed. So apparently, Bobby Stevens has an uh, uh, inside source, unless it was announced or something. Wait, who's going? Where? What? Uh, uh, Owens to, uh, to NXT uh ryan martin thank you joshua martinez thank you what what's the count now joshua yeah what is he at do, are we, are we, need to to keep, do we need to
1: keep being live
2: uh brandon ultraris just popping in to say hi friendos hello brandon
1: hi friendos
2: lord chameleon says aew needs a bring your own weapon match like czw fans bring the weapons from home we've been to a bring your own weapons match at a, a local promotion, Boy, that was someone strange. brought a stick. Yeah, from a tree. Yeah, like a branch. They had the smaller branches coming off of it. Mm-hmm. I don't recall if it was used though during the match. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recall.
1: A lot of people are saying the stream is. We haven't. We, yeah, I
2: went down. It's back up now. In
1: this case, it is not our fault. It is YouTube. Yeah. I show no drop frame, so that's. Oh my God, Jeffrey! Oh, wow, Jeffrey! Jeffrey, he said, ever dated multiple women at once? Advice, please. I have not. Sadly, I have not. I have not. However, uh, my advice would be, well, I don't know. I mean, look, man, as long as you're not promising anything that makes you a liar. You need to be transparent first and foremost. I mean, you don't have to like go on a date with somebody and and tell them about what you're doing specifically. No, but you should be open with the fact
2: that, that you're seeing other people.
1: Yeah, don't be like, hey, we're exclusive if you're not. exactly, That's, you know, just... If all parties are cool with with with
2: you know you
1: dating multiple people, and then right. if you're like super clever about it, try to get them all in the same room at once, and then let us know what that experience is like because I've never been able to do that before. Get them all in the same room at the same time doing things, and uh, and then you'll be like friendo supreme. At that point, you're like top friendo to to pull that one off. Am I right? Right about that? Fist bump, please. Fist bump. Fist bump on the menage a trois for Jeffrey Nguyen. Wow. You're poo-pooing that?
2: I mean, that's... You're just waiting this one out? That's that's his (laughs) business, not
1: mine. Yeah, but wouldn't it be celebratory, right? I mean, for him, sure.
2: Sure. Hats off to Jeffrey if that's something he wants to accomplish and he manages to do so. I'm like that episode of Seinfeld. I can't... I could never... uh, 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 That's like a full lifestyle. Oh, you got to dive into the fire sometimes, Mm -hmm.
1: man. Into the fire! Mm -hmm. Just the experience. Fist bump on the experience? No. Come, really?
2: No, not with you. No. Good. I know you, you couldn't do
1: it either. No good. Oh, you're... wow. DKC says, Was in an open relationship. It doesn't work. That's different. That's different. That's coming to terms with the person that you're uh, exclusive with saying, Hey, you go do you, I go do me. And then we'll, you know, we'll still be with each other. That that seems difficult. That's fraught. That's not That's easy. Fraught. I mean, yeah. did
2: you ever watch, shoot, what was that show called? There was a show on H or Showtime about uh, polyamory. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, wait, Big Love?
2: No, it was, a, it was a reality show. Oh, yeah. Man, no. that was awkward.
1: That seems like it'd be really awkward.
2: Really awkward. It's it's pretty much the dude manipulating uh, multiple women into being cool with the arrangement that he wants to be in. Yeah. It was There's really There was an awkward.
1: interview. Uh, I think it was a Playboy interview with, uh, I don't know the actor's name. He's like maybe the most annoying actor on the face of the planet, though. The lead character in Silicon Valley. And he's also in those, I think, Verizon commercials.
2: Yeah, I know who you're talking about.
1: Okay, he's like the real sort of awkward, nerdy guy in Silicon Valley.
2: Was he the dude that was in Deadpool? May... Am I thinking of that guy? No, 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 no. That's T.J. Miller. Okay,
1: that's what I was thinking of. Okay, this guy, I forget his name, but he talked about how he is in an open relationship with his wife or, or he has her go to like, I don't know, threesomes or orgies or whatever. And the way he describes it, she is totally not into it. And he is the one basically forcing the issue. And I'm like, I'm reading this interview, and I'm like, man, you just sound like kind of a piece of crap. Because she seems like you're admitting that she really doesn't seem to be into it. Where is it? And I'm like, really? You? You seem like the most annoying dude on the planet. (laughs) Let's see. Where is this guy? Uh, Actor. Uh, This guy. Thomas Middle Ditch. Oh. He's, he's been in all sorts of those freaking film commercials and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I just feel bad for his wife. Anyway. Yeah, that's messed up. But, you know, you get into what you get into. You want to date a freaking actor? Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, Jeff, be careful out
2: there. Yes, be careful. Just be transparent. Yeah, Be up front. You don't
1: want to end up, like, in a dateline situation. No. That'd be terrible. No. it's shocking how many people are murdered enough for like a weekly freaking yeah it's amazing yeah right?
2: it's it's it's, it's predominantly just spouses killing their spouse
1: mm-hmm.
2: like you'd think that would wouldn't happen with See, great regularity my, but it happens enough they can do a weekly show about
1: it michael Bullet says uh how are orgies not awesome that's t- they, they, they they do seem awesome if everybody is into it if everybody is into it if somebody's like really reluctant, and is like, man, this isn't in my heart, and their husband is sort of just making him do it. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool that at all. That doesn't seem cool. That's not cool at all. Yeah, I'm just saying. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody for watching. <laughs> we appreciate. It on that note, you know, don't be don't be an episode of Dateline. Yeah, I've never known anybody who's been murdered as part of like a tryst. I, I don't, I've never known anybody who's been murdered. Full stop. Me neither. But like talking about Dateline exclusively, it's usually because of like messed up relationships. Like people just straight up murder. Yeah, it's funny that people don't consider divorce as an option. (laughs) And a lot of the times they do consider it and find murder to be morally or ethically uh, a superior uh, option. option. Yeah, they're like the neighborhood will think that I'm terrible if I get a divorce, so I'll just murder instead. but they'll be fine with it if I'm a murderer. Well, I think the idea is they won't find out. (laughs) I mean, like if if a spouse dies, who's the first suspect every time? Hey man, yeah, it is. Uh, These days, it, it ain't like it was in the 80s. Do you know how many murders people got away with in the 80s? Watch an episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Pluto TV. They are up to date with their updates, and I swear to God, every murder that happened in the 80s, they never get updated. Nobody has ever found these days with these things right here being everywhere. These cell phones. Oh, my God. You cannot get away with anything. Even if I wanted to murder somebody, I couldn't. You shouldn't. You really shouldn't.
2: Unless you really want to know what it's like. Hey, Brandon, he said that his uh, super chat got missed during the stream outage. So here you go. Just pop in and say hi. Thanks, Brandon.
1: Well, hello, Brandon. Thank you so much. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.